This episode is brought to you by Icon Beauty Cosmetics, Beauty Without Cruelty, and Tropical Unicorn Travels, making your vacations magical. I'm your host, Rosa. And I'm your host, Jennifer. And today, we are going to be talking about Toxic Relationship Part, part two. 2. And here we have, again, one of our favorite guests. Close to say <laughs> no, <I'm dead>. <laughs> <laughs> We have over here with us, Jacoba. Tu chico favorito. El negro como tu You know what I'm saying? I'm back again, Period. baby. Part two. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, he might as well just say, and your host. <laughs> we were said that it's going to end up being like Latinos with a mic plus Jacoba. Like, it's going to have like yeah. a big sticker in a corner. I don't want that kind of responsibility. <laughs> I'm a guest. But we're really happy to have you back again. Thank you. And definitely, uh, first, let me start. I want to thank everybody that joined us on the live. Oh my God, yes. So last week we didn't post a, a episode because it was a lot. We needed a mental break. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving, we got lazy and we decided to go with the live, which yeah. it helped us to con to connect with a lot of people because... We were just busy, really, yeah. We really, yeah, we really, really busy. But the live was great. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Everybody has hit me up and they saying that it's been great. Yes, and people are, well, we don't have the live up anymore, but people have been like asking, where is it? Like, I want yeah. to see the video. So next time, we're definitely going to tell you guys with more time, like, hey, we're going live this day. So more people can tune in. I feel like people miss us because they didn't have a new episode this week. Yeah. And then they don't have the live anymore. And they're like, oh, that's so cute. You yeah. guys are missing us. <laughs> are we famous so or what? like, wait, I'm going to wait till next Tuesday. <laughs> Exactly. So now first, let's start like always. What we're drinking today, we are literally drinking. We have a whole bar here. We have Josh, uh, red wine, right? Then we have Casamigos right here, tequila. And Jacoba drinking a Modelo because, you know. And Rosa is drinking the Crown Royal Apple. So in our toxic relationship part one, literally we spent all those 55 full minutes talking about Jacoba's yeah, sorry guys. I got, <laughs> he I got had a lot, a lot of, to unpack. A lot of trauma. Sorry, man. I think everybody loved it. I uh, mean, people. It were was like, cool seeing it from your perspective because a lot of people are just like, "Do you have anything for guys?" Like it's just mm -hmm. girls, and it's like, "Here you go, motherfucker." There you yeah. go. That's for you. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Profit the guy. off of my pain, man. Man was a lot of fucking man. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I think you know it kind of shows that little part that sometimes we don't talk about it's normally like yeah. you know um we hear about women being toxic but we don't know really how men take all that toxicity toxicity mm -hmm. right like how it affect the men and how it makes the men i was gonna say feel. we hear about men being toxic because we go back to what we were talking about yesterday like, yeah but we don't hear their point of views in like when what you're saying just now like how they see yeah it, how they know? feel about things because yeah. that's the thing like most of the time we would you just don't don't think about it Mm -hmm. So today, our friend Rosa over here to also tell us a little bit about her experiences with toxic relationships, yeah. either about yeah, her being toxic turn. or, or so, I mean, I don't care. I just would like to hear because <laughs> y'all know already, I'm we perfect, so I don't know that. We needed a part two for Jacoba's story. No, 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 I don't think so. No, but we want to talk about, obviously we're going to talk about, you know, some of my experiences, but we also wanted to touch on other toxic relationships like uh 
co-workers or like in a working environment and exactly. then family toxic relationships. I hope this episode we can get to talk, you know, more about, you know, different type of yeah. toxic relationships. But first, I would like to start with Rosa. What? What is it? I would like to hear me, I don't know, have you ever experienced with toxic relationships, which I know you have. I was about to say, I know this yeah. bitch I know. I know you fucking that. have, but I just want to act tell like us, I don't. Tell us about some of the shit that Joe has. You know what I mean? Like, some of the things that you've been going through, either though, that even though that either you are the one being toxic, or them being the toxic. Never. Or both of you motherfuckers, because bullshit. I mean, I know. It's bullshit. <laughs> don't, don't, tell, don't tell us what it is, man. But I mean, we all curious to hear. And I mean, yeah. everybody can learn from whatever situation. I thought he was going to say, everybody can learn from your stupid. <laughs> yeah, that shit too. Everybody can learn from your shit, man. So, exactly. Shit. From your pendejadas. Yeah, pendejadas. No. <laughs> I definitely have been in toxic relationships. And you know what's funny and crazy at the same time is that in my last toxic, uh-huh. toxic relationship. How many of them you had? You know, plenty. No, <laughs> Uh, two. I would say two. Yeah, I would say two, too. Yeah. If we're talking about, like, romantic relationships, I think that nowadays I feel like you can't really say, like, you know, he was toxic or it's more like the relationship itself was toxic, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because at the beginning, when I started thinking about, like, I never thought I'm toxic, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, oh, he's so toxic and Mm -hmm. he's, or the relationship, but for some reason, I would say the relationship and take myself out of it. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Like, the relationship with him and it is toxic. Like, like it's him and the situation, no me specifically. Yeah, yeah. What, What normally happens is we all have a natural bias to you know, remove ourselves from the situation. But, yeah. I mean, you know, if, if it gets to a point where I'm being toxic and then, you know, I'm doing something now she's being toxic or vice versa in your situation, then, yeah. you know, yeah, it, the, the relationship becomes toxic because the relationship mm-hmm. is two people. Yeah. But now the relationship mm-hmm. is basically toxic and contaminated. But Yeah, because, yeah, because yeah. you both two contributed to yes, it. Because now yeah. it's built by toxicity. You know what yeah. I mean? Now it's like... Two toxic motherfuckers deciding to be together, and now you guys have this toxic you know relationship just because of that. I don't. I want to say that it's two broken people trying to heal each other, and it's just yeah, you know, because I think toxicity really comes from that. I feel like if you're a healthy individual, you're not gonna do well on it. You're not gonna entertain it. As soon as you see that the other person, you're gonna just walk the fuck away. You know what I'm Damn, saying? Yeah. But if you're two broken people trying to make something whole mm-hmm. it's like how can you you know so i think that's what that's what happened to me in both of my toxic relationships that i've had and it wasn't until the latest one yeah. the last one uh-huh. that i came to that realization like damn you know i have so much trauma that i have to heal from so much exactly. shit you know and i felt like he did as well so we're kind of both like trying to make something healthy but we're two unhealthy people exactly so how can two unhealthy people make something healthy it's yeah possible yeah because you know like you hear a lot of people being like i want to break generational curses you know what i mean yes. because i know that your past relationship he was kind of like that but it's kind of like okay in order for you to kind of break those generational curses you kind of have to heal from all the trauma that you went with the other you know what i mean yeah because a lot of times you say like i want to break generational curses and you kind of know but yeah. you don't do the work exactly. because that's the thing one thing is saying it another thing is doing it it takes a lot of fucking work yeah. you know yeah and then from right there because it's like how do you know that something how do you know that something is really bad or it doesn't work if you don't know a better way of doing it 
you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. sometimes like you're so used to, to doing one thing. Like let's say like, like uh, parenting. Exactly. Let's say like like parenting. Like you always feel like the only way that your kids will listen to you is like if you whoop them. Let's say for example. You know what I mean? Right. But it's because maybe you never knew that maybe by trying to talk to them in a different way or in a different you know what I mean? Like gentle parenting. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have learned that even with our oldest there are some ways that you can talk to them, to her, that you don't have to get to that point. You know what I mean? That you can, now I, I learned that there are ways that I can talk to her in a way of like, like I told you the other day. Uh, so for people that I know, my oldest just told me, which well, is just five years old, told me that she, what is it like? She put the middle finger out to some of her cousins, just that, you know what I mean? Like last week, she didn't yeah. know what the middle finger meant. Mm-hmm. But when she told me about she came to me and told me about it. Instead of me just going to her and be like, oh, I'm going to whoop you for that or, or whatever, you know what I mean? I, I actually, I told her to Rose, I was like, I told her, do you know what I mean? She was like, no. And everybody was like, whoa, about it. And I was like, because it means fuck you. I was like, do you know what that is? And she was just kind of like, a bad word. And I'm like, yeah, it's a bad word. It's a horrible word. Like, by me talking to her, I think, like, I don't know, like, she's not stupid. Just like, you know, I want you to understand why this is wrong. Mm-hmm. So I literally told her, uh, it means fuck you. Don't do that shit again. After that, she was, like, super worried about what finger she was showing. Yeah. So now, Rosa, about your situation. Okay, why the last relationship maybe didn't work? Or what was that? When, what made what the happened? toxic? There you go. What made it toxic? Not having trust. You know, we, we didn't have any trust in each other. I think we had some past trauma from when we were together before. Because we had been together before. And then we weren't together for about like, like four or five years. Mm-hmm. And then we decided to try it again. Or almost six years, actually. And so we had some unhealed traumas, each of us individually. But we also had traumas from relationships, like resentments, you know, from our relationship before. We didn't have any trust. I think at the same time, we didn't have respect for each other, which is the biggest thing. I felt like I want to say, oh, yeah, we res- I respect him, he respect. But no, at the end of the day, we didn't have. You yeah. Know? So it was all of that. It's the biggest thing of what makes a relationship fail. You don't have, you don't know how to communicate effectively. We couldn't communicate with each other, you know. Mm-hmm. We have love for each other and we still do. So, But wh- love doesn't, <laughs> love, doesn't, love is not enough. You know, it's not enough. Love is not enough for anything, honestly. Yeah. In order for you to hold a relationship just by loving somebody, it cannot be enough. For raising kids, just by loving them, that's not enough. You know what I mean? You need so much out of a bunch of other stuff to to build something. You know what I mean? Like I think it's also, you know, when we were together and then we separated, when we were together, it was different, right? Because we weren't together for that long. Then I, you know, it was it was different. Then we got back together and we both thought we were the same people that we were fucking six years ago. Oh, no, people change. No, of course. But in our stupid minds, we both thought, and he would tell me like, but you were so sweet and now, and I would think like, well, you, you know, were this and now. And so we came to the realization like, fuck, he's not the same guy. Yeah, we grew up. I'm not the same woman. Like we're too complete. We're not what we thought we were. And then we decided to... You know, to top it all off, it's like let's just fucking move in. You know, we we've we've already dated <laughs> in the in the past. We know what we are, but look, we moved in just to make it <laughs> cherry on top. That shit. <laughs> Failed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying everything was toxic, but we definitely had like it was it was a toxic. And I think at some point, I felt like I felt like um like I kind of like all my focus was on the relationship. Yeah. Where I kind of got to a point where I felt lost. I felt like extremely lost. Like I remember 
just thinking like what the fuck am i doing like i feel so lost i felt like you felt lost because you were like unhappy and you didn't know well, how I, to get I out of that or like, what i think i felt like i was so focused on the relationship and all the shit we, we were going through sometimes that i just kind of like wasn't taking care of myself and my goals and my things and so I, be, i was the most unhealthiest i've ever been you know i wasn't doing anything that i enjoy i wasn't really taking care of myself so mm. that's what i said and i and i've said it to you i think and i've even said it to him that if there's one th and even on thanksgiving i think he messaged me something and i text him back and said i'm always going to be thankful for you and for the relationship because one thing it taught me and one thing i realized is like it was a stepping stone for me to find myself again and i know that sounds really yeah. cheesy but that's literally how i feel like if i didn't have if i didn't go through that experience I wouldn't have known that I have so much shit I needed to work with. Because the Rosa that started that relationship thought she was perfect. Yeah. That Rosa, yeah. you can tell her shit. Because I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to block you. You know, you had any criticism about me and my personality. It's like, oh, they don't need to be around me. You yeah, know like, I don't need the negativity. And it's like, bitch, it's the negativity. It's telling you your feedback about how type exactly. of person you are. And it's like, no, I don't like exactly. you because of that. Exactly. Yeah. So then that relationship and going through that made me go to therapy make me face my traumas that i had made me start thinking about just not that relationship itself but everything before it and what got me to where i'm at today yeah what was it that made you do not trust him what made That's what him I was about not to trust ask. you yeah you know what i mean because like we're scratching the surface but like tell us the situations between i think he's using two. my sentence we're scratching <laughs> yeah we're scratching the surface for sure so let's get in depth on what this is i think from the beginning even years before we started being together we didn't trust each other we both were on different pages when we first started i was mm -hmm. more like oh i just want to fuck around you know i, I yeah. just want to fuck buddy and i felt like he was different but he didn't see that i was taking it seriously so then he wouldn't so there was some issues there about like him talking to people, me talking to people, you know, yeah. that kind of, we had that yeah. shit going on. Oh, so yeah. Us as guys, we take that. But, yeah, yeah. Whether, they, whether we admit it or not, we take so that So that was shit years ago, yeah. right? But when we right. moved in together, like I said, we were different people. And, yeah. you know, it was those those little shit. You, you have to think about this. Like, I didn't trust the decisions that I made, so why would I trust him? Yeah. Right. You know? But I just feel like, Uh, in your case, by me knowing you for so long, I felt like the insecurities that Rosa had wasn't necessarily because of things that he had done. Because Rosa had some, you know, like insecurities and things within herself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like she, in her head, it was like, all men cheat, all men do this, all men, you know what I mean? So it's like, that was her thing. But I mean, it, it might have well, to do with your passion. I don't necessarily thought like all men cheat, but I think, I think like you said, it, there it goes again. We were two insecure people. Yeah, you know, and then and then you put on our own shit that we did because we both did dirt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We both did shit. So then it's like, how do you, you know? And yeah. I think six years later, I thought we we're starting on a clean slate. I haven't done it. You know, I felt like I didn't, but but at the end of the day, we weren't because I yeah. knew or I thought he loved me, and I felt like he always showed that he loved me. You know, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I couldn't trust him. Well, it's human nature to look at someone still love them but still be weary of what's going on. Yeah. yeah, it's like touching a hot stove, and then someone telling you, "Hey, it's cold now. You can touch it." It's like, nah, pill. Yeah. Is it cold? You know, if something hurts, you're gonna be hesitant to jump back into it, mm, regardless yeah. of whatever oh the case God, may be. You said that, and that's so true. That's yeah. one thing he always said. Anything so, that, that hurts, it's going to whether somebody lie to you, do something, that, whatever the case may be. That literally reminds me that, like, for him, that was a big thing. So for him, though, because when it started, what I mentioned earlier was I, I just wanted to fuck buddy right like we're fucking and i don't want a relationship with this person then again i also had like this 
preconceived things of like the person I was supposed to be with in a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it's like, I can't have, you know, I don't want that. It's just, and, and he felt different. So, so what he told me was when we got back together was also that he said that during the time that we were broken or after I left him the previous time, like he said, I really broke his heart. I broke his heart in a way that for a year he was depressed, you know? And yeah. then after that, it took him some time. And so even after we got back together, he hold on to a lot of that hurt. And then he yeah. had all these people telling him, you know, don't do it. You know, she's going to do it again. She's going to break your heart again. She's going to yeah. leave you again, blah, 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 blah. So that reminded me of what you just said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, us as men, we, we handle things a little bit differently. We look at things from a more rational standpoint, and that's why... A lot of men care about a woman's past, things like that. And then when somebody gets hurt, you know, we listen to our friends, we talk to our friends, and we pay attention to that type of shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And whether a guy goes ahead and pulls a trigger on a relationship or whatever, or he decides, hey, I don't want to do it. You know, these are all things that they're looking at, you know, risk versus reward. Mm-hmm. What is it going to come down to? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Whether yeah. we like it or not, men are more rational. Women are more emotional. A hundred percent. So, you know, there are certain things that us as men do and we look at. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why a lot of men, they care about a woman's past. What is she going to do? And there's a lot of guys out here right now that dog women out because when they first got into the game and they tried and they dealt with a woman, they put their heart into it and they got burned bad. Yeah. So what they turn what they do is like, hey, all these bitches ain't shit. Oh, I'm my God. That's what I'm yeah. A man, when a man gets you know hurt or heartbroken, yeah. that's it. Like, any other bitch that comes because after that one is like, yeah. I'm because not opening my heart for you. It's the yeah. rationale. You felt that. You know what it's like. But I think some women do, does that, too. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes yeah, they be like, you know, like... You know, and I'm saying because I know personally, like, let's say I know this one person that was married for forever, right? Husband cheated. And after that, it's like, even though this person is remarried... And this per- and the person that, that this person married, like, it's great to her. She still be like, no, man, shit. Men, all men do this. All men do that. And I'm like, but your husband don't do it. You know what I mean? You're still basing on the first husband, what he did to you. You know what I mean? Like, you're just basing everything about, well, this person hurt me. Now all of them are the same. And it's like, but they're not. But you know like, what, though? I would attribute that, I guess, to the second part. Toxic friendships. A lot of times, women would give advice when something like that happens. Like, girl, he ain't this, he ain't that. And the same thing with men. The same thing that I was talking about with, with the guys. You're listening to all this outside advice, and it may not be good. And it could contribute to your toxicity in your relationship, mm-hmm. in your romantic relationship, because you're listening to your friends. It's the same thing with guys listening to their single friends. Oh, man, these hoes out here, fool. Let's go kick it. Let's go do this and that. Versus a woman be like, oh, well, ain't none of these motherfuckers ain't shit. So you shouldn't do this, and you shouldn't do that. And it erodes your romantic relationship. So what that actually is, is a toxic friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think at the end of the day, when you say toxic relationship, it's really... I mean, it is the relationship becomes toxic, but there can't be a toxic relationship without toxic people. So I think at the end of the day, it comes out to the person itself in, individually, you know? Yeah. I had a lot of shit, too. A lot of baggage, a lot of unhealed shit that somehow came alive in this relationship maybe things yeah. from my childhood that i never even subconscious i didn't even think about that came out even my insecurity issues my trust issues it couldn't have anything even if i let's say for example i was dating somebody that was healthy or i, or I tried to have it would have never worked even with somebody that yeah, because, didn't have all the trauma mm-hmm. that my ex had yeah. he had a lot of trauma and he had you know a lot of you know he had a really bad childhood he had a lot of trauma so 
him and I were, that's what they said. Um, people that have like trauma, like childhood trauma or just past trauma, like you like are magnets to each other because you look for something that's um, familiar. Yeah. We don't mm -hmm. like unfamiliar yeah. things, you know? So we like familiar, so we attract yeah. each other. So I couldn't really have attracted a healthy person. But anyway, <laughs> let's say yeah. if that was the case, it w I would have still ruined it. Because I still had shit, I, you know, I needed to yeah. work Because you're afraid that hot stove. Huh? Even though the stove was cold, you're Is still afraid of yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. at the end of the day, and I think that's one thing I realized, and that's why I felt like the relationship just, you know, after, it took me some time, because this is the thing, toxic, it's like a toxic cycle. You no, know, you it, don't get out of it by just saying, okay, this is toxic. I'm going to go, no, I'm going to take it five or six times. Toxic yeah. sex is good, though. <laughs> I mean, anything like, that you're not supposed to. always say that. Anything, no, but, it, but it's true, no, though. But it is. It, it exactly. is. No, no, it, it, it's very true. Hear what he's saying. Any, anybody, and I mean, we say, <laughs> we, say, we, say, like, we say this thing all the time. And this is a very common thing. James over here looking funny. I know. This is a very common thing that is said amongst men. You know what I mean? Who it, you have to say? Look, this is way before you. But for y'all that don't know, I'm way older. Bitch, now I'm like. <laughs> I'm not way older, but I'm older than Jenny, so you know. But I mean, you know, people always say like, you know, fucked up people have, you know, you have the best passion and this and that with them and, and whatever else the case may be, and you know, nobody's different. Well, I, I heard and I heard something recently of some people, like somebody had asked, like, why is toxic sex good or why is, you know, this toxic man has good sex or whatever. You're not supposed to be doing it. No, but, but, <laughs> but, no, but what she was saying is that, like, you know, when a man or a woman ha don't have anything else to offer and they know they're toxic, it's like, this is the only thing they have. So that's what, you know, it's like they go through it because they know you're yeah. going to fall back. You're going to fall again for it, you know. Mm -hmm. In my case, I feel like we were both toxic. And we both made the relationship toxic. And at the end of the day, I understood that. And I felt like the only way it would even work in the future or maybe... Because we still have to talk. So don't you think that what you're saying, like, we both were toxic? Maybe we were just romanticizing it. But it's kind of like you guys were just immature. You know what I mean? No, like, 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 I I think, like, I think I feel it's like, like toxic is a word that because there's so many components to exactly, it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's honestly, it's like by me knowing both of you when you guys first started and the whole thing is like, you know, I feel like maturity has like such a big thing to do with it. Uh -huh, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, he was drunk as shit. Let's just start right there. He's more toxic than me. Because he's, 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 but it's because he's, because he's no, younger than hair though. He's you know what I mean? He is. Oh, damn, he's, I didn't know that. he's a lot. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, okay. he's younger than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is. I know when I told Johnny the first time, she was like, ew, that's exactly. not my little brother's Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. So he lied he, about his age, people. Okay. Exactly. He lied about his age. <laughs> that's the first thing, which is a first sign of immaturity. You so know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like you were doing something because in the moment it felt right because, I mean, like you said, you just wanted somebody to fuck with. You know what I mean? In the moment, it was like, I just want some dick and keep it moving. But then what you guys what you weren't what you weren't what you weren't thinking is that <laughs> you were really damaged by you know by a lot of trauma that you had. Man, that's rare. <laughs> you know, you had a lot of damage by the things that you were that you already went through it. He's really immature and has trauma. 100%. You know what I mean? So it's like because to this day, you know, the way that I see it is like Rosa is over here in a way that she's been trying to heal herself, pay therapy, read books, trying to find a better ways to be better because she realized that like the way I was doing shit wasn't the fucking right way. Like mm -hmm. I was fucking things up. Everything I would touch, I was fucking it up because I didn't know how to do better. He is still young. 
You know what I mean? And even though he say he's trying to do better or whatever, whatever, it might not be to the same density that Rosa can do because she's older and, you know, uh, has a career or whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever. And, and I just feel like they're just feeling it. They're feeling the difference of age. They're feeling of, of difference of maturity. You know what I mean? Maturity levels, goals, because the thing is this. Rosa not respecting him, I think he has a lot to do with, and you might, I mean, you might tell me that I'm wrong, I don't know, but I feel like you see yourself as I'm bigger than him, regardless of. You're making me more than him. And one thing about women is that as much humble as we try to be, when I feel like I'm the man of the house, when I feel like I'm the you one taking care of your shit, you no, honestly, you act like you're you know what I mean? But, but <laughs> I, I just feel like, think about it, like I feel you, like, you, you actually lose if respect I'm for him. paying more shit than you, if I'm taking care of the fucking house and you're not doing absolutely nothing there and they're just fucking running your mouth, Bro, we're having a fucking problem. Because right there, I cannot see you as a real man. No, I'm, 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 now I'm seeing you as like, I'm just seeing you as dick and that's the fuck it. And I can get that shit with a deal though. You know what I mean? So right there, you start thinking of like, I'm seeing you as like, in the same thing as a fucking dead toy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you, you cannot respect him the same way. Well, and you know what? It's funny that you said that because I feel like, you know, so we started this relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And soon I realized that, you know, okay, I'm not happy. There's, you know, I'm happy, but then there's moments when it's like, it gets, that's not normal. Like, I, I used to think of other normal relationships that I've been around, uh-huh, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. and be like, okay, this shit is not normal. And I felt like, I felt like I became someone that I wasn't. Even though I had a lot of unhealed trauma and I had a lot of shit, I didn't necessarily consider myself toxic. Yeah. I felt like I have a lot of shit I need to work on, but I, but it got to a point where I became that person I didn't want to be. You yeah. know, I got to a point where we were arguing and he's blah, blah, blah. Then my tone has to be, you know, higher than yours. Yeah. Cause I'm going to bring it there now. You know, I got to a point where it's like, oh, you want to do this? Okay. I'm going to match your energy. So that's when I became well, toxic. That's very common in arguments anyway. As a matter of fact. But, yeah. It's normal for an argument because at a certain point, it gets to a point where logic goes out the window, rationale goes out the window, and it's just, I'm going to talk louder than you. Yeah. It was more like, I'm not going to yeah. let you get over me, and I'm going to match your energy. So I feel yeah, like... But right, there, but right there, I feel like in relationships, and I'm so sorry, Rosa. I just feel like in relationships, like, let's say, like, if me and you are talking about something and you want to fucking get loud shit to me, like, with me, like, it's right there, it's my whole thing of being like, where a fucking second? We're, why are we fucking talking like that? Like, I'm not talking to you all crazy. I'm not doing this in all crazy. Like, let's try to bring it back. Now, if we're both about to, like, no, fuck you, because I don't respect you, I don't care about what the fuck is going on, and I'm down to whatever, then we're both going to be on the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, but so that's, I mean? like, rules and arguments. that's what I think. <laughs> no, I felt like I got, I felt like for a long time I tried, because I was, you got to understand this, my, my, I started looking into healing and all that years before, right? Yeah. But I don't think I took it as seriously as I did now, but I started looking into it, so yeah, I, I wasn't that person, and that's a big thing that led me to this to understand that like okay i need mm-hmm. to let this shit something is happening number one i felt like i lost myself but number two i felt like i didn't even recognize myself like i remember one example we got into this huge fight it was like a huge fight and we were extremely disrespectful to each other and after it was over i remember sitting in my bed and thinking and i was crying but not crying because of the fight i was crying because i didn't recognize myself like i was 
of how out of, of how character I, you're out of character I got. Yeah. And and I remember thinking like, what the fuck? This is not yeah. me. This is not who I want to be. I'm not this person. Yeah. But the fact that I let it get to that point really got to me. Yeah, that actually caused me to end the relationship. No, that shit had to happen exactly, to me like three or four times for me to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I had to repeat it. It took once for me. Once I fell out, I'm like, yeah, this is no. It's done. Matter of fact, that was the end of our shit. So you <laughs> have to think though, when there's yeah. when there's see with me, it's also then again it goes back to limiting beliefs that you have growing up. Up, right, I had a lot, of, a lot of limiting beliefs, and one of those was you have to get married, and then you have to have kids, you know, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And if you're not married, or if you're not that, that perfect family picture, right? Yeah. So I felt like okay, with my first husband, that didn't happen. I didn't get it, and I used to think, see families, and be like, that's never gonna be me. Yeah. Because my first husband, the father of my daughter, it's not, it didn't work. So this family picture, it will never be me. I'm never gonna have that. So I felt like I had a second opportunity to have that. So I had to. In my whole healing process, I had to work on those limiting beliefs. Like, you know what, Rosa? It's okay to not have that. Like, you can still have a beautiful family. You'll still have a man that will love your kids the way he loves you, you know, blah, blah, blah. Without Without having to be, like, marrying all of that. Exactly. That's a really big thing uh, on everything. And mostly us as, as Hispanic, you know, like Latinas. Like, we all have that thing of how a family should look like. Yeah. You know, but one thing that we sometimes don't be seeing is that about like, okay, yeah, y'all are married. Y'all been together for 30 something fucking years, how normal families are in the Hispanic communities. But we don't want to talk about like, all the time this motherfucking came drunk as she, mm-hmm. all the time that he fucking whooped your ass, mm-hmm. all the fucking time that he cheated on you, how many fucking kids he had in the fucking streets. You know what I mean? Yeah. None of that. All like abuelitas be fucking telling you is like, ¿Ese tiene que casarse contigo? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but what about the toxic Hispanic women? What do you mean? No, that it is. That's what no, I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, I Everything like... she referred to was like a toxic Hispanic man. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I'm just saying over here like, you didn't understand what I said. I said, what abuelitas tell you is the cute part of like, you have to be married because mm. I've been married for 35 years. Right. But what she means to tell you it's about that. Like this man has me, whooped my ass. Right. He has had kid on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the things that we have had to get one to one. You know what I mean? Like, they miss all that beauty of fucking marriage. You know what? And know? one thing I want to say about toxic relationships is that, because I read a lot of stories about women, and one thing I realized, and I think Johnny, Johnny, <laughs> you. What? So, you know, I used to call you with all my shit and be like, oh, this and this. And I'm so, and I felt like Johnny got to a point where she was like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> bitch. Uh-huh. Like, because at the end of the day, it's like, you're responsible for your actions. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, 200%. you always have control. Yeah. You know, we all, a lot of times when we're in toxic relations, we feel like we don't have control. No, yeah. you always have control. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think Johnny got to that point. So like, if it's bothering you this much, why the fuck are you still there? Yeah. So, you know, I started realizing that and I realized like you are always in control. You know, obviously yeah. it's not as easy to say as it is to do it. No. But at the end of the day, it is that, you know, I think it's all, it's all about accountability. Once I took accountability for my part and stopped saying he was a toxic one or, Yeah, because like, know. yeah. And I think, I remember like telling you, I was like, okay, but what part did you do on it? And you're like, what, what, what? And then you came to the point that then I hear you talking. You're like, well, yes, I did that. Yeah. Or I said this. That's the thing. It takes to two people to argue. It takes yeah. two people to be talking. Yeah. I mean, it takes two people to do that, crazy any, shit. Any problem, relationship, or whatever the case may be. I mean, you have to be accountable for it. Not being accountable for something. And even if. Even if you feel like you didn't say anything, even if you didn't yeah. talk back to that, even if you didn't in, engage in the argument, you still have to take accountability for just being in that space. Because I got to that point yes, where I felt like, okay, I'm not. I didn't. I didn't respond to it. I, I, I you know, I stay calm and collective about. 
but at the same time, why am I here? Why did I yeah. put myself in this situation? So there's the accountability part. I had to be accountable for the part that I chose not to leave. Yeah. I chose to stay knowing the way the relationship was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's my accountability part there. If the relationship is not serving you and you're still there, it's like, you know it's not serving you. You know it's not it's doing like, good for you. You know it's there? taking you out of character. You know, but then again, it's it's, it's easier said than done. Absolutely. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. I feel like, at, at the end of the day, a toxic relationship is built by two toxic people. And what I said earlier, two unhealthy yeah. people trying to build something healthy. So I felt like the best thing we could have done for each other. And I still love him to death and he loves me and we wish each other the best. Yeah. It's just heal like individually. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like that's the thing where a lot of people want to like look to being happy. They want to be happy by being with somebody else instead of realizing that you first need to be happy within yourself. Oh my God, that's Like, so you first need to be happy by yourself of like, okay, I need to find my happiness and then add somebody to be happy with, you know what I mean? To add to my happiness. Exactly. Because yeah. a lot of people don't know how to be alone and happy. Yeah. Well, there's one thing, like, you know, I've talked to Jenny about before in the past, you know? Yeah. You don't, if you can't stand to be by yourself, then how the fuck do you expect other people to be around Yes. You? How, yeah. how you, you expect other people to stay yeah. You, you can't, you can't fucking can't take you. yourself to the movies. You can't yeah. take yourself to fucking dinner or just chill out and have a fucking drink by yourself. How the fuck you expect somebody <laughs> else to fucking want to be around you? You can't even stand you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fix you. And I had to yeah. learn that too. So we talk about relationships, but there's different types. So coworker toxic relationships and oh my God. family toxic relationships. I want to put my two cents there and just say that it all has to do with yourself yeah. and boundaries. There you go. Why you allow people to do? Absolutely. I feel like if you know learn that, about boundaries, I'm learning about them and I'm loving them, but it's a process. It's not it's not something yeah. like, oh my god, I read this about boundaries and no. no like it no. literally takes you have to do the work. So yeah. to me it's boundaries. What do you think? What do you guys think? I mean, I agree with the boundaries part. I feel like people will do what you allow them to do. Mm-hmm. So it's not about you telling them, hey, you can do this to me or you cannot do this to me. No, it's kind of like you're doing this right now, and I'm not going to allow it. Thank you. You know what I mean? That's I'm what not okay yesterday. with this one way. Exactly. The way that you're doing this to me, I don't feel comfortable with it, so I'm just going out. It's not like put myself you away can't from do it. it because you can do whatever you want. You it's can like, do whatever. I'm not going like, to yeah. tell you do this or do that. All I'm saying is this. If you don't change the way this thing is done, I don't mind. I'm yeah. out and of you know my what? relationship. Some, sometimes you have to take, <laughs> more so with family members, you sometimes have to take a fucking rude approach to them to put them back in their fucking lane. Yeah. I've actually been at family gatherings where one of my cousins, you know, and granted, you know, I'm very conscious of women, their weight and whatever else. And I know people are sensitive about that. But, you know, people, they tend to forget, especially family members, that sometimes men are conscious about their weight. And there was a point in time where I was gaining weight and, mm-hmm. and you know, or losing weight or whatever the case may have been. But, you know, one of my cousins was like, oh, like, you're getting fat. And, she, you know, she said it kind of loud in front of everybody and thought it was kind of funny. And I looked at her and she had been, she gained a lot of weight. And I said, <laughs> mm, guess that makes two of us. Oh, you might want to put that plate down. And, you know, she felt some type of way, but she never did that again. Because, yeah. I mean, sometimes you have to shove people back in their lane. And it's not... You know, it, it, it's it's rude, but it's like, it's a necessary evil because like, hey, bro, you fired first. You need to stop. Yeah. yeah. You know it's that boundaries. Yeah. It's having you know, boundaries. It happens a lot about like, 
people love to talk about skinny women, women about like, oh, bones, it hurts, mm. blah, 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 you're fucking so skinny, are you yeah. anorexic, blah, blah, Where's blah, the meat in your bones? You, you know don't got no meat in your bones. Oh, but if a skinny bitch come and call you fat, oh, now you're offended. Yeah. Oh, my God, now you're hurt. It's like, no, bitch, you were the one who started this shit. Yeah. You were the one who started the joke about like, uh, men no want no bonds. What bitch? And may not work. You wanna die on top of <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think it goes hand to hand. Like, and like we were talking also in their life yesterday. Like, people felt people feel too fucking comfortable mm -hmm. criticizing others, toxic about others without kind of seeing a wait a fucking second. Mm -hmm. What the fuck about myself? Like, you know what I mean? What, what it comes to? What yeah. my shit? I think like. Like, in the, I can speak for the Hispanic household where I think it's, like, such a common thing from when you're growing up. Like, example, yeah. you have family gatherings, right? And you don't want to, you know, hug your tia for whatever. And your your parents are like, no, you have to. You have to. Yeah. You have to. So that already shows, like, that's yeah. already teaching you that as you grow older, you don't want to, but you That it doesn't matter. To. It's if respect. It, exactly. If they are older, yeah. you have to hug them. You have to give them a kiss mm -hmm. without caring how you feel about them and that's something that you know happens to me it's kind of like i have had to do that shit with a lot with my parents you know what i mean when it's kind of like no i'm not doing that with my kids she don't want to say hi to that person leave her the fuck alone if she don't want to kiss them leave her the fuck alone you yeah. know what i mean like the other day like yesterday just yesterday because the uh the storm was happening mm -hmm. and they put the kids out earlier right before they told me that they were dismissing the kids my grandma wanted to be like she was like oh you need to pick them up now you need to do this thing right now like you need to and i was like hey hey they're my kids mm -hmm. i'm gonna pick them up when i understand it's right for me to pick them up no, because I want to be disrespectful. It's because no, when you tell me to jump, I'm a jump when it comes to my kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing. Sometimes we allow them to think that it's okay that when they say, no, you're doing this, then we're doing it. Mm -hmm. No, these are my kids. You had your whole chance with me and with my mom to do whatever. Mm -hmm. Now it's my turn to do my things with my kids my way. Yeah. And if you don't stop it with time, if you don't let them know where you're standing of like, hey, hey. My kids, they will keep doing it. I think I have a boundary issue with that. <laughs> I, I already, I already kind of that thing with my family. And, and, grows into something bad. You and, get control of it, and I feel like, okay, so boundaries is a topic we have to talk about because that's too uh, much yeah. in it. Yeah, that's But I feel true. like, I feel like that has a lot to do with toxic relationships in the family because mm -hmm. you don't know how to communicate. I think toxic is also just bad communication as well. Yeah. You don't, you can't communicate what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with. Yeah. Your mom calling your daughter and saying, oh, she gained a little weight. That's something you might not be comfortable with, but maybe yeah. it's your mother, right? Like, in Hispanic households, it's like, you don't say that to your mom. Yeah, you, you, can, you cannot tell your mom, hey, don't do that. Yeah. Or, 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 hey, no. Yeah. Because it's, it's a disrespect. Well, the trick to it, I mean, you can say anything you want. It's just not what you say, it's how you say it. Exactly. And a lot of times... But people... a lot of times in Hispanic households, it's like, you can't, you know, respect to your parents. It's It's such a big thing that it's like... There's no right way to say it. Like, for example, I can't tell yeah. my mom, mom, if you're coming over to my house for this or I, I need you to clean after. You know, that's something I have to like, like, for example, I'm saying that that's my situation. because You know, but if I had to like my mom or my dad, I could never. It's like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. how? You know, but I'll tell you this. Something that I have learned is that you're the one that actually created it. Like, even though they want to put it as like this big, huge shit. It's up to you to tell them, hey, uh-uh. Mm -hmm. My house, my rules. And I'm sorry. 
You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to be disrespectful. Like, once again, what Jacoba said is how you say it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can find ways of telling them, like, ma. You know, I tried that, though. Honestly. Okay. I tried that one time a while back, and I'll try to be, like, really nice about, like, a household rules. That's one thing I will give credit to my ex because we were different and one thing he felt like if somebody comes over to your house or if your family you decide to host a party the whole family has you know clean up after they leave yeah. and in my mind it's like oh my god no like I would never I can't ask them to clean like you know and he was like but it's normal that's what you do and I felt like so I tried yeah. to approach it nice way Everybody was like, well, we're just not coming to your house. No Please don't then. And, and, and that's cool. Yeah, but as nice as I tried to say, like what you just said, it was like, I felt like it didn't work. No, yeah. And, and part of the problem Maybe is that you, you probably was too nice in your approach. Sometimes. So that's what she just said. Yeah, no, 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 because no, sometimes you're you have to nice. be like, you have to be uh, appropriate in what you say, but being firm. Mm. You know what I mean? Of being like yeah, you're not caving to what. Yes, yeah, it's like it's got being like, hey, it, like it, is. it is what it is. I love I you like being I here. Like, it's like no, it's it, like it's yeah. like hey. Let me tell you. I story. love you all to be here. Hey, they call me. Hey, Rosa, we're doing something at your house. It's like we can do something at my house, and I would love for you guys to do it at my house. And even though I love you guys, sometimes when you guys come, you guys just don't pick it up behind you, and they leave me all of that to myself. If you guys want to do it in my house, you guys are welcome to come. But I need you guys to clean behind you know, you can It's up, a lot to me. You can, you can recruit me. a couple of family members for that and just be like, hey, this yeah. is the deal. Pull them to the side. And then, you know what I mean? If everybody's like, hey, one will come, don't come. You know what yeah. I mean? So I've literally told my mom that I will straight up kill one of my family members. Shut up. Like, no, for real. And this is a family yeah. member that she absolutely loved. Yeah. And the thing is, I had to approach her like, look, I'm going to just tell you like this, Ma. I love you. I respect how you look at certain things. But there's a situation that was involving my kids. Yeah. Nothing happened, but it was something that could yeah, but it's just a cool potentially happen. Exactly. And I explained to her, like, if it happens, I'm telling you right now, I will straight up kill this person, which is yeah. my family member that I actually love to death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you know what she said? Well, uh, and she tried to talk around it, like, look, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you what it yeah. is. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I am a father. And yeah. my sole duty above anything else is it's, to protect my children, yeah. period. And yeah. that's what it's going to be. Yeah. What she say? Okay, I respect it. After that, she and that was that's it. true. That's from and, and, and that was writing. it. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes with family members and even in toxic situations or potentially messed up situations, you have to make that call. Yeah. At the end of the day, what's going to happen? It's your house. It's your yeah. family. And matter of fact, even if it just comes down to your feelings and dealing with the family, sometimes yeah. you have to tell them what it is. And they say, well, we, we don't want you around. Ah, fantastic. I don't <laughs> yeah. want to be around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the yeah. thing. I think it's Shit. very rooted, like like in some Hispanic families, that we're so tight-knit. Or we're like, oh, families, yeah. everything. And family yeah. and family and family. And then you can't find. But there's no boundaries within that family. What about. Uh, Rash, <laughs> what was What's the movie? Oh, um, Encanto. No. There we go, Encanto. 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 So, yeah. in Encanto, it was a perfect representation of a toxic grandma. Where grandma, everybody had different powers, right? And mm. they served to the community, right? Because we have Luisa, who was super strong, and she mm -hmm. can, like, fix things up around or whatever. We have uh, the other one who I fucking forgot, but she fought the flowers or whatever, you yes. know what I mean? And make everything beautiful and stuff like that. The point is that everybody helped in the community, right? Grandma was super fucking, like, I love y'all because you guys help and fucking amazing. Then Mirabel didn't have any. Mm -hmm. she they did this whole fucking party for her to have her powers and she fucking didn't come up with mm -hmm. nothing that they saw at the moment right grandma always fucking literally slowly but surely yeah like, like, you know, like, yeah. 
uh-huh. to an extent. Or kind of like pull her to a side or being mm-hmm. like, why don't you just fucking stand a fucking side and let us fucking do our shit? You know what I mean? And then Bruno, like Bruno was, he was always in the future. So he was she like, is my fish gonna fucking die? Yeah, you're gonna fucking die. Oh my God, Bruno's negative. Oh, oh, oh my Lord. They fucking pushed Bruno to a fucking point that he fucking left out of the house. Yeah. And he wanted to be part of it. And he inside the fucking house itself. But by seeing the way that the abuelita was and, and, and the everything, it's a perfect representation of how Latinos household love to fucking be these bullies and nobody fucking stopped them. Nobody told them, mm-hmm. Grandma, you're being rude as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, even Maribel mom told Grandma, like, you don't have to treat Maribel like that. And she was like, oh, it ain't like that. You know what I mean? But it's kind of like, no. You know, it's our, it's our thing as parents to be like, no, you're being rude as shit to my daughter. So if you want my kid to be around you, you're gonna have to fucking fix that shit. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to fucking fix it. You know what I mean? Because I don't give a fuck what the fuck is that you got going on behind you. You're gonna have to fucking fix that stuff. If you wanna be yeah. the around if you don't want them to be around that's fine baby i can take my kids mm-hmm. on my own side you know what i mean and that's one of the things that we see as toxicity like like as as grandparents we see a lot of grandparents like i remember my one of my grandmothers and i've told you guys this before can pass this cancer that she used to see me all the time and the first thing she would fucking do is like pinch my fucking stomach and telling me like you have to fucking put your stomach up like you know what i mean like trying to and it's like bro if i'm fucking fat fat and i'm fucking a what the fuck are you you know what i mean Making me self-conscious for shit mm-hmm. that is like, bro, I'm fucking in. And it's your daughter who's feeding me. Honestly, you know what I mean? Like, in an eight years old, I had to fucking learn how to be, have my stomach up, and had to be like this, and hiding it, and, mm-hmm. and understanding that fat shame was a thing. You know what I mean? That all my aunties, that all my cousins were ballerinas or whatever, and creating this fucked up shit in my head that they were all more beautiful than me just because they were smaller than me. You know what I mean? When it's something that you told my mom to feed me the way mm-hmm. she's feeding me, and the way she's feeding me is making me this way. Mm-hmm. And nobody stopped her from that. I think that's why I'm so glad of where we are now because now we're like so much more aware and we're exactly. so much more conscious of all of these things like you know if you would have talked about toxic relationships in my family everybody would be like what the fuck is that you know no exactly. boundaries what is that so now like there's therapy we learn about all these yeah. things and we can we can be the change yeah and, and really like try to break those like I have told persons. you before like they have been <laughs> like I know this family member and I'm sorry that like, I have told you before but if, I'm, if you don't remember tell the name But it, I feel that every time this person can, this person wanna always try to trash you. You know what I mean? Trying to put your business out there, mm-hmm. trying to always say some little slick shit about, you know, Rosa or whatever. And I always felt like, why? You know what I mean? And that's a toxic thing. That is like, what, make, what is that you feel that in order for you to feel better about yourself, you have to put Rosa down? There you go. That's the key thing. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing. A lot like, of times it has nothing to do with you, not, with them itself. It, you know? Exactly. Because yeah. And I have had friends like that, that they feel like in order for them to feel better, You have friends that they be like, if they're skinny, they're always trying to hang with a fat one because they don't want to look like nobody's shaming. Yeah. You know what I mean? They feel more comfortable hanging with a fat cousin or the fat friend because they feel better about themselves. You know what I mean? You have friends that they feel like, if you have a good career, they're always trying to make sure to tell people like, oh, she has a good career, but she's a cheaty person. You know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of like, that, but damn. But you know, why, why it, you... Happens, it happens with us as men as well. I mean, I've had friends like that. Yes, you know, absolutely. Close friends, you know what I mean? <laughs> Love to death, great friend in other areas, but we you know a lot of times they would do stuff. You just said stuff. it earlier. You, you know said I mean? you said nobody else talks shit about yeah. you, but this person. Yeah. So. You said I, it earlier. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I know so, that so, friend. So, so <laughs> I've had friends that have said shit or been dirty towards me or yeah. said shit, yeah. you know, to other people in public, 
and you know, a lot of this stuff went true, and you know, this person may have known it wasn't true. But, but they, they didn't make them feel better. You know what I mean? Make them feel yeah. better about and, themselves. And that's one thing you see with a lot of um, weak-minded guys. Yeah. That's, that's one of the flaws yeah. of all guys. Yeah, has to do with yeah. them they'll, and They'll do things because, I mean, you know, let's... I got to kind of accredit to this. It's not easy as people think for men to get girls. So a lot of men, they, they try unorthodox or dirty tactics to try to get women. Uh-huh. One of which is I'm going to step on your head to lift me up. And we see that a lot. It, 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 it actually well, it happens a lot. There, <laughs> there are certain things that, you know, men have done. They, they display this. And growing up as a man, you see that a lot. You see a guy, he'll be like, oh, well, this and that. And as a man, you have to overcome it. And the thing is, it's already hard for you to fit in in the world anyway as a man because a lot of men, they're looked down upon. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very common. Men are inherently looked at as evil from birth. You're a boy. Boy do things and whatever. So it's hard for us to come past that. So mm-hmm. to have another man to say something, you know, that's even halfway shady. It ain't even got to be all the way shady. It can just be something that's, that's blemishing. You know, it's, it's, it's detrimental to your reputation. And, you know, yeah, that's, that's right. a toxic mm-hmm. friendship. Yeah. But it happens. That's the thing. So toxic relationships includes romantic friendships, coworkers. Yeah. So so just to close it off with toxic relationships in the workplace. Yes. How do you recognize them? How do you get over it? Well, I guess in my case, I mean, I've had, you know, bosses, supervisors or whatnot that have done dirty things. And a lot of which it was from things that they had may heard or maybe they mm-hmm. misunderstood where I was coming from in certain yeah. situations. And, you know, they'll do things. They'll botch promotions or, mm. you know, different things that are hinder your growth within a company. So... Oh, yeah, Jacoba had a situation where it was, like, like some co-worker that was telling everybody around, like, oh, no, but he's a woman beater because of the same situation mm-hmm. before. That we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't relationship part one, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Or or things that they always trying to trash him down or make people to think that he's this, this uh, womanizer and this and that yeah, and whatever, whatever. I mean, it, it happens a lot. I mean, you know, the truth of the matter is that I'm, I'm no different than any other guy. I mean, hell, I, I like women, but I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not fucking gay. There's nothing wrong with gay people, but I mean, no, I mean, it's not. There's nothing wrong with gay people, but I'm not gay. You know what I mean? I'm I'm a straight man. So, yeah, I fucking like women. You know what I mean? So, you know, for another man to be like, oh, he's a womanizer. Like, okay, bro, so what's a womanizer? You know what I'm saying? Like, who who are you anyway? I didn't even know this guy. Like, I knew really nothing about this guy. He didn't know nothing about me. Mm. Later on, I found out he was trying to get with my toxic ex. Because mm, she was coming with something. Yeah. So it was, it was classic one of those situations. Yeah. I'm going to step on his head to make me look better. Yeah. I mean, it didn't work, but, you know. He sometimes that we have seen it, like, um, you know, sometimes we have co-workers that they feel like, I'm feeling threatened by this person. So I need to kind of make people look at her this per, this way mm-hmm. so I can look, do you know what I mean? So I can get the attention back to me because Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, yeah, may God forbid everybody like you, you know what I mean, over anything. You know? Yeah. I think in, in toxic, like, working environments, the yeah. best thing you can do, one, is communication. You know? Because yeah. a lot of times, somebody might feel some type of way about you, and the best thing to do yeah. is just go up to them and be like, let's talk. Yeah. You know what I'm or saying? Or sometimes, like, so Rosa had this situation just recently where one of her coworkers was talking shit about her, right? And saying, like, Rosa this, Rosa that, Rosa do this, Rosa do that. Right, what her coworker doesn't understand is like Rosa have a good understanding with her with her manager, who, which is mm-hmm. the only person that you fucking know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, and something that I started thinking it was like maybe she's feeling threatened by Rosa. You know what I mean? Because it's just it was just her and this other guy. Mm-hmm. And now Rosa comes to the team. It's three of them now. You know what I mean? Two women, one man. You know what I mean? Rosa's younger. 
more beautiful and I'm sorry. You know what I mean? <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody has their ways, but this person ain't the cutest neither. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> oh my God. And, so, but, but you know what? That counts in, in, the, in women's world. Yeah, that, yeah, that definitely counts. Yeah, but I think man so, feel threatened too. Man feel threatened too. If somebody too. walks in, yeah. that's like you know, because come on, how well, many, how many Hispanic men, how many Hispanic men we have had that are friends with you, Hispanic men, but you're black, and they have talked shit about black. We have a friend who is really close to all of us who had told a close friend of ours, "Ew, you have slept with one with black men. You're disgusting." But it's like, bitch, where, yeah. where, where are you? Where are you? What are you so threatened about? Yeah, but I know where that comes from. I mean, that's... It goes you know, back to dumb. Well, 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 it, but that's the toxicity. That's the, that's the shit. You, you have the thing where it's racially motivated, and, and I get that, and I, and I understand why. But then you also have the other side of, like, of it being, like, a whole gender thing. Men, naturally, we understand that there's a hierarchy to being men. You yeah. got ugly dudes, fat dudes, you got <laughs> handsome dudes, you got rich guys. Yeah. And you got rich guys and they're handsome as well. You know what I'm saying? You know, or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? That is like, you better wait. But, but you better help her, her, No, no, but the thing is, her reaction is actually like confirming what I'm saying. There's a hierarchy oh, to this thing. Yeah. yeah. So to men, there's a hierarchy. With women, it's pretty much, are you attractive or you're not? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're attractive, yeah, you're going to have people that are going to hang you and do whatever because that is a very viable commodity to women yeah. being attractive. That's literally, if you're born in the world... Or can you, you dance? Want, <laughs> not, not even, not even. If you can dance, you're going to get some of that. Because if you're a fine motherfucker with a nice ass, do you really have to dance to go pull a dude? No. You're oh, no, really, I'm saying on a guy's thing. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Guys, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, guys are multifaceted. Like, we have to be smart, intelligent, charismatic, yeah. you know, know how to dance or whatever. So we can make up in other ways. I mean, Women, if you don't have to fuck, I think that's enough. If, <laughs> if you, but you don't know that. You see a guy. <laughs> you see a, No, wait. You see a guy. Yeah, out. But I'm just saying, you see a guy out. You don't know if he knows how to fuck, but if he knows how to dance, that gives him. I heard this earlier. That's why I'm saying. If, yeah, if you I don't mean, have to dance and I can rub on that, they can feel it. Okay. You know what, what if you don't feel it? Yeah, that's how. There ain't nothing there. That's how we end up with two kids. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that real shit. That's a true story, by the way, goddamn it. Yeah. Jacob is like Johnny. Don't fucking lie. No, nah, <laughs> nah, ain't me lying. She, I mean, you she know why you're still here? Matter of fact, you was there too, Rosa. Rosa was there too. Rosa didn't feel the dick, but she was there. Yeah, let me let me make that clear. Rosa didn't feel the dick, but she was in the place at the same time when this happened. You know but not in the same room. And I did it on Because I was like, but I was in the same fucking shit. As, I as a matter of fact, I guess you could say I was being toxic because I did kind of make it get, you know, I gave myself a little chub and, you know, rub up against it. He did. Because you know, she didn't like me, so I was like, I'm going to show her ass. Yeah, she but that's not how the story you know that you know what i'll say this anything you're dealing with that's toxic and you want to heal from it you need to give time to yourself take a step back and you know as far as with relationships if you're going through a bad thing and it's and it's ended and you're separated from it erase it from whatever you got going on yeah. Get outside, get some sun, make sure you eat when you don't even want to eat. I've been through a lot of broken hearts, so I mean, this is tried and proven, it's tested. Like, I've done it and it works. So, you know, just try to get some sun, get away from everything, and then, you know, even if you have to get a friend to delete pictures out of your phone, videos, <laughs> whatever. No, I'm, I'm talk- like, we're talking about like coworkers. Oh, coworkers, same thing, get away from them. Don't deal with them. Deal I with think them a lot of people. Keep it strictly professional. I think a lot of people feel like they have to. Because, like, okay, it. We, we talked about like coworkers, but we didn't talk about closer. like supervisors or toxic managers. And at the end of the day, I feel like just how you found that job, 
you can find another job. Yeah. You know, exactly. If it's toxic, you ain't gotta stay. Very true. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like you like you can let them know. You can let them know about like, hey, this is the way I do things. If not, like, if you don't like yes, it, yes, because you're all adults at the end of the day. Yep. Okay. We're closing this episode. Thank you so much for your call for being here with us, and remember to follow us on our social media. Yes, at. Latinas with, with the, the mic. mic. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Same yes. thing at Latinas with the mic. Exactly. And our personal social medias? Yes. Mine is at just another Isela on Instagram. Yeah. And mine is, is at Janifil. It will be listed in our description on how to type it. We will see you guys next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Remember to be kind. Love one another. Don't, don't be, be stupid. stupid. Bye. Bye.